lot of people would just fold and they'd just say, yeah, it doesn't matter. But it mattered to you. you. You guys didn't apologize, right? Correct. We um, never said anything, honestly. Um, people who reached out to us directly, you know, we said we can have a conversation about this, but I'm not going to um, make this like an emotional thing. This is just how I, what I believe. Um, but we really just kind of stayed, I don't want to say stay quiet, but we weren't um, shying away. You know, I wasn't going to let this get to me. I'm very stubborn. And so I'm not going to let another person or group of people tear me down because of something that I I believe in. So we really didn't say anything um, and just kind of walked around with our heads held high and had to had to make the best of it. And we got a great group of people now. Americans are capable of achieving extraordinary things when they have the freedom and opportunity to do so. This is American Potential, and here's your host, Jeff Crank. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of American Potential. You know, we're all tested and put through hard times, but how we respond to those challenges can either help build us up or tear us down. Now, during 2020, everyone went through a difficult time trying to navigate what life, work, school, or college would be like during a pandemic. Now, today's guest started her first year of college in 2020, which can be tough enough, but only after two weeks of being in college, she ended up being bullied online and in person because of a picture she posted on social media that showed her wearing a mask in support of a group. College is a place where students should be able to freely exchange ideas and opinions without worrying if they'll be harassed by someone of a different opinion. But that didn't happen for our guest. She was not only bullied, but threatened as well. And some of these threats were notes that were slipped under her door. She could have quit school to get away from the harassment. But, you know, instead, she became a free speech champion, in my opinion. And she stayed in school because she wasn't going to let them win. Now, during this time, she had a group on campus that reached out and told her they supported her. And because of this uh, group, she started to get involved politically. I want to welcome Jade Spate to the podcast to talk about how she was able to turn this into incident into something really positive. Jade, thanks for being with us. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. That's quite a story. You know, um, first off, it seems to me when people come across something like this, um, most people just kind of give up and they'll remove the post or they won't want to offend which is a terrible thing, first of all, for our Constitution, but it's a terrible thing for freedom and free expression uh, to do that and to give in to the, those kind of bullying tactics. So I want to, first of all, I called you a free speech champion, and I believe that because it is people like you who make these decisions in their own life. And it's because of those decisions that I think we still have uh, free speech in America because of people like you who continue to do that. But Anyway, so welcome to the show. First of all, what was it like? I know my son started law school right around the start of the pandemic, but what was it like uh, starting college during the pandemic? It's a totally different time than people who started it when we weren't in a pandemic, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it was definitely not what I was expecting. We had to wear masks 24-7, obviously, like get tested every week. Lots of um, rules and regulations. It made it hard to meet people um, and like actually experience college. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, obviously a lot tougher to to meet friends and, and get out there and kind of enjoy that college experience. So, so tell us what happened that, that made you get so much social media attention. Yeah. So this was in September, beginning of September, um, been at school for two weeks. Um, I play on the women's soccer team. So I'm close friends with obviously my other freshmen at the time that were on the team and me and one of the girls freshmen as well, um, took a picture and I was wearing a blue line mask, the support the police flag mask. Mm-hmm. And she had a Trump koozie on just like a drink or something mm-hmm. and said, Trump 2020, make America great again. And I posted that picture to my Instagram story, not thinking anything of it. And the caption was just her, her tag. And that, that was all. And then after that, it blew up and went crazy. (laughs) I mean, you know, and that's what's so crazy about this is to think, you know, most people take that for granted. They post something on Facebook or whatever. But I think in in a college environment, sometimes people are so sensitive that, you know, oh, that that picture offends me. And, you know, uh, (laughs) we call them snowflakes for a reason. Right. Uh, But but so that. So what happened? I mean, people saw that and then they started reacting to it. Yeah, there was um, I posted it at night and then woke up the next day. And throughout that next day, I believe it was like a Sunday or a Monday. um, There was multiple people had screenshotted it and reposted it on Twitter, Snapchat, um, in group chats, everything like that. And said that this was like, really racist of us and um, calling us all these bad things, like bad names and saying that we were insinuating some sort of idea that was not at all what we were saying at all. Well, so what did they think you were, they they thought you were trying to say what, that, that, that that is racist or something. They they thought that it was racist because uh, you had the, the the kind of blue lives matter thing on your, uh, on your mask or what? Yeah, people were reposting the picture and then would put their own caption on top of our picture and say, like, this just told me to go back and work in the fields or all these crazy, very out there captions. Yeah. Um, which in turn kind of makes it look like we said that because it's on the same picture. Yeah. Um, crazy. But it was all sorts of very wild um, captions that were insinuating that we were saying something racist or being against a certain group of people, which was not true at all. Now, would you ever, um, would you ever yourself think, see a pay a picture on social media of someone, something that you disagreed with and think that it was appropriate or right or tolerant for you to go and like berate them for having that, that position or, and even worse than berate, I think, you know, obviously cross the line into bullying. Yeah. Um, no, like ever. I don't think I've ever left a hateful or 
you know, negative comment back on anyone's post. It's their opinion. I mean, I'm never going to shame someone for what they think, even if I don't think it's the right thing in my mind, it still can be right to them. So I'm never going to ever comment back to anyone like that. That just is terrible. Yeah. This whole idea of tolerance is something that it seems sometimes we lose sight of uh, the tolerance that we should all have. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's shameful. Did anybody get on there and, and were there people on there like defending you saying, Hey, you know, they have a first amendment right to, to post this and they're not, they're not racist just because they had this on there. I mean, did anybody defend you? Yeah. Um, a lot of members from the Augustana college Republican club did, um, Mm -hmm. as well as two other girls on, um, our soccer team. Um, but other than like, that was kind of it. I mean, people would be like, stop bullying these girls, like reach out, have an educational conversation. If it's this big of a concern, um, you know, stop bullying them. All of that stuff was kind of said, but it was definitely much, much smaller than the amount of people that were bullying and attacking us. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if, if uh, you know, in America, we had a situation like this and someone who maybe disagreed with the message you were trying to convey on the mask, uh, contacted you and said, you know, Jade, tell me about your perspective uh, mm-hmm. on on the police or Blue Lives Matter, because I have a very different one. You know, they might say that. Right. Yeah. And uh, I have a very different one. And I'd like to talk to you and learn, learn from you and hear what you have to say. Um, and you may never agree at the end of the day, but isn't that the way our founders wanted us to behave with one another as citizens? Yes, I definitely think that would have been more appropriate for sure and more mature as we are all in college and technically, I guess, adults now. Um, But it seems like that's kind of the total opposite of any time that there's like a disagreement, especially online, like there's never an actual conversation being said. Right, right. So, um, so what happened that, uh, what, why'd you decide to wear that mask? I mean, there's gotta be a story behind you wearing that mask. Yeah. So my family has always been very Republican conservative. Um, and this was when all of the, um, uh, black lives matter stuff was coming out and like hate the police and all of that. And, um, we have a lot of close family member or not family members, but family friends and, people in our lives that are police officers, state troopers, um, in law enforcement. And so my dad sent me a bunch of stuff, um, pertaining to like Trump and support the police, like a flag and then a mask because we had to wear masks. Um, and a lot of people on campus had, um, the black lives matter mask. So he was like, Oh, we'll just get you one of those or whatever, trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. And, um, So that was kind of like how it happened, but I didn't think anything of it. I'm from a really small town in Southern Illinois. Everyone's like at the time was all I knew was everyone's pretty much conservative or Republican. And that was kind of normal for me until I got to college and realized it's not the same here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's fascinating that, 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 you know, people would feel that way that they have to attack. It's just, it's so foreign to me that people would think that you have to attack someone because of the t-shirt they have on or, uh, you know, the mask and the message on the mask. Um, you know, again, you can disagree with it, but tolerance has to, 
has to happen. So what happened the day after you posted the picture? So that next day we had um, a soccer practice, which before that I had one of our seniors, which was also um, Republican, reached out to me and the other girl and just said like, hey guys, this is really big, like just a warning. I've told the coach, um, spoken to everyone and we're trying to kind of figure out what to do. But she was like, be warned, like some I don't know what's going to happen with a lot of the girls because my teammates were posting, reposting um, the picture hating on us too. So it was my own seniors, my own juniors, like that were on my team um, reposting this. So I was like terrified to go to practice, obviously. Um, But during practice, it was kind of like a lot of people just wouldn't pass you the ball. I remember vividly this practice, we were scrimmaging, just playing normally. And this girl literally came and just shoved me to the ground and I didn't even like, I think I was like passing the ball. And then after the play, she shoved me, um, try not to think much about that. (laughs) But then, um, afterwards I remember getting back to my dorm room and just being so upset because it had even blown up more that night while I was at practice. So this was like going on in, um, Augustana clubs group chats. So, um, the pace group chat, all these other, um, organizations, group chats, they're Augustana affiliated organizations and they're sending, you know, talking crap about me and the other girl in these chats. And then, um, that day or that night, I got a note slid under my door that said very vulgar words and, you know, said you should go die, you know, you're stupid. And I was also getting a million messages online, being tagged in posts, being reposted. And it was honestly very terrifying as a, a freshman that's yeah. been there for two or three weeks. It, it must have been. First of all, I'm sorry you had to go through that, but I want I want listeners to understand, like, this is what, this is the pressure that that folks have to go through sometimes on college campuses, particularly if they if they dare think a different thought. And I mean, isn't that what college is supposed to be is, you know, that we we freely and openly exchange these ideas and we openly debate them and discuss them. And, you know, in so many colleges, it's become this this situation where you they can't tolerate any difference of opinion or they just you know, use the old shout down of you're a racist or you're a this this name calling thing. Um, I'm sure it was terrifying for you. I, I, you know, I mean, uh, assume this is the first time you probably were away from your parents, uh, the whole COVID thing going on. And and then for this to happen, it must have been a, a very difficult time. Yeah, it was definitely like the next day I was here to go to class. It was, you know, people that you thought were your friends are reposting you. Um, saying terrible things about you, the whole campus, it felt like was just hating on you. And, you know, I was scared to walk to class. The other girl that was in the photo, she had one of the girls that she was friends with tell her that she's not going to walk to class or sit by her anymore because she doesn't want to be associated and get a bad um, reputation because of us. So it was definitely shocking. Yeah. Um, what were, I mean, you kind of alluded to it and obviously this is a, this is a family show, so we got to be a little careful, but <laughs> we got to be a little more careful than probably the people that were posting some of the comments, but what, I mean, what were some of the things that the threats that you were getting, uh, hit with and, and how you were being treated? 
Yeah, um, people were saying, bring back bullying. This is why we bully people. Um, these girls need to be taught a lesson. Um, lots of uh, curse words. Um, wow. And and just constant. Any I Anything that you could think of that would be a way to put someone down or degrade someone was being said to us. Even if it had nothing at all to do with what the picture was, it was being thrown at us. And again, this is, I mean, this is not because you gave some crazy speech in, in no. the town square over something. It's because you had a mask on with a political message uh, and, and people reacted this way. It's just, it's really incredible to, to think. Yeah. About. Yeah. It was, it was really shocking it's not like I, and we never really responded to anything as well, just because it was like, what's, what is there to say? Like, yeah. all we're going to have to do is people wanted us to apologize or, you know, take back what we were saying, but it was so innocent in our eyes that it was twisted this way in a way that it wasn't at all. Yeah. So, and this is critical, right? And I talk about this all the time. I, I've had Joe Kennedy on whose case went to the Supreme Court. He was the coach who prayed uh, with his team and the school tried to to fire him over that and all. And, you know, I called him a hero and, and I believe he's a free speech hero for doing that. But uh, we will lose our free speech rights, Jade, if people don't stand up and say, you know what, I, I'm not, I have nothing to apologize for, for expressing my opinion. So how did you react? I mean, I got to say, I'm sure it took a lot of courage for someone you know, who's, who's new at a college going through the whole COVID thing, this happens, you know, you're away from your parents. A lot of people would just fold and they just say, yeah, it doesn't matter, but it mattered to you. You, you guys didn't apologize, right? Correct. We, um, never said anything, honestly. Um, people who reached out to us directly, you know, we said we can have a conversation about this, but I'm not going to, um, make this like an emotional thing. This is just how I, what I believe. Um, but we really just kind of stayed, I don't want to say stay quiet, but we weren't, um, shying away. You know, I wasn't going to let this get to me. I'm very stubborn. And so I'm not going to let another person or group of people tear me down because of something that I've, I believe in. So we really didn't say anything. Um, and just kind of walked around with our heads held high and had to had to make the best of it. And we got a great group of people now um, that support everything that we believe in as well and back us. So, yeah, well, I mean, it's just truly amazing to see, you know, that there's this reaction out there. And um, I, I commend you, too, by the way, for not I think on social media, it's easy to do drive-by snipes and, uh, you know, just uh, res re respond. And it sounds like you were able to not do that. You were like, okay, well, they can say what they want to say, other kind of let other people come in and defend your right to say what you said. But unfortunately, a lot of people, I think, uh, particularly probably in college, respond in that way. And they they go in and they have to respond with a comment themselves that's probably nasty or uses a swear word and, you know, aggravates the whole situation. But you didn't mm -hmm. do that. It sounds like you responded with one with kindness 
and resolve and determination. Look, we're not going to back down. This is our First Amendment, you know, right to say what we want to say and to hold the beliefs that we hold. And I mean, I really commend you for that because I just don't know. And maybe I'd ask you this question. How many, how many people in college that you know have that, have that courage to do the very same thing? I'm not sure that I believe there's that many. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a like very uncommon like thing in especially our campus um, for Republicans to be shut down or hated on or talked about. Um, And a lot of people just say like, Oh, like, sorry, this is, you know, whatever all I can like, have an open mind and learn whatever. Um, but I feel like at the same time, you also can't, you know, feed into what they're saying and coward in that sense. Um, my parents also always, you know, were like, don't ever, you know, put negativity towards it because if they're being mean to you, why would you ever say anything back to them? And you're just making it worse. They're not going to listen. So. Yeah. Well, you were raised right. I'll tell you that. Um, that's a good lesson. A lesson I've tried to teach my kids as well. It's a lesson more Americans need to teach them. And that tolerance, that issue of tolerance and, you know, treating other people with respect. I mean, I remember when I was in college, we had great debates. You know, we like I would, uh, you know, I more on the conservative side, obviously. But, you know, we had people who had different viewpoints and we would sit out and debate it in, you know, in the, the common area of the dorm room or something. And and for hours on end. That's what college should be about. Sometimes, you know, ideas maybe changed my mind or I changed their mind, but that doesn't happen if you just try and shut things down and, and, and really bully. What did the college do with, with all of this? Yeah. So we actually, the, whenever I got my, that note slid under my door, um, that, called me a bunch of bad things and then um, told me I should go die. It was slid under my freshman dorm room. Um, And so obviously like I called pub safety, me and my roommate who my roommate at the time is the complete opposite. Um, uh, She is a Democrat and supports, you know, that side of things, but she was totally understanding and thought it was crazy. Was she, so let me stop you there. So she was supportive of you. Um, you know, of, of, of you being able to post what you wore and, or, you know, what, you know, the, the mask and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Ultimately she um, says that she, she knows me as a person and I'm not a hateful, um, mean, terrible person. Like everyone was trying to make it seem. So she really did not care. It was, you know, we're friends and that is not going to impact our friendship or how we think of each other just because of a political belief. Um, So she was pretty supportive. I mean, she never, ever said anything bad. If anything, she was like, these people are crazy for doing this. I'm really sorry. Um, And didn't understand it kind of in the same viewpoint that I didn't understand it. Mm -hmm. But whenever we um, got that note under our door, we called pub safety, public safety at the campus and um, had an officer come in and showed him the note. He made a report. Um, And then after that, I um, got on a call with the chief of police for Augustana College, and we had a conversation about, you know, what's going on um, and that it's kind of terrifying if people are coming and know where I live and coming to my, you know, where I'm staying in a dorm. 
And um, he gave me his personal phone number, you know, said, reach out anytime, like, this is terrible, you know, all that. And if we ever feel unsafe, let them know. But um, after that, we met with the dean of students and basically since they, it was kind of like we explained everything to them, showed them all of our receipts. We have a whole album with, you know, every single thing that was posted and reposted and who it was. And people were trying, you know, file Title Nines or all these other things to get us kicked out of campus and amazing all of that. So we told him what was going on and he absolutely did nothing. Really? So the college did nothing with all of that? No, we um, we actually got fined by the by the college for having um, like three people in a dorm or four people in a dorm room at the time um, because people were going through like my social media. And uh-huh. at the time, you only could have one extra person in your dorm room. And so we had four people, like two extra people, me and three others. Um, and we got fined for that because people were trying to find anything to hurt us and like get back at us in a sense, I guess. Um, so the Dean did nothing. He said, there's nothing that, you know, they can do because there's no physical threat or anything. And there's no proof that these people are actually these people or, you know, all of that. So nothing (laughs) ever happened. You would think that the administration would maybe send out a note to the student body, uh, and just, you know, reemphasize the importance and the value of free speech and that the institution respects the free speech rights of all their students. Um, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me. I mean, I don't know about the threats. I don't know, you know, whether, uh, you know, what those were and what they constituted under the laws of the state and all that. But it just seems to me like that's the minimum the college could have done would be to reiterate that free speech is important to the students that to me, that's educating students, uh, their, their students. But did that disappoint you? Yeah, it was very, very disappointing. Um, my parents still to this day are extremely upset about everything. I mean, it's just discouraging that, you know, I'm going here for all four years. I'm on a sports team and not even anyone could stand up and say like, listen, everyone, this is not okay. You know, anything. I mean, it was, it was really disheartening. How did the uh, relationship go or how has it gone with the soccer or with your, your teammates? Did, I mean, did they ever come around to realize you as a person and, and all, or is that still a problem? So um, at the time, um, a couple of weeks later, one of the seniors um, on the team reached out to me and she wanted to have like an educational conversation. So You know, I went over to her house and we sat down and did have that conversation. And she was like, I'm really sorry for everything that I said online. And I totally take back everything. You know, I didn't know you at the time. So I was just kind of, you know, going off of emotion and based on what other people were saying. Um, But that was kind of the only really um, thing that was said there was some other girls on the team that you know believed in the same things that i believe in and you know privately texted me hey you know we're here for you but it's a very small number compared to the rest of the team Um, but for a while i was uh 
it was definitely like an uncomfortable uh, team atmosphere. And my coach sat us all down and, um, you know, we had like the family talk, like, oh, we're all family. And I vividly remember this girl raising her hand and saying like, well, what if our family members, we don't support, you know, if they don't support us and they don't support the same things we believe in, I don't associate with a family, like family member like that. So um, it was definitely, definitely really difficult. But now after the, um, after about that freshman year was over, it was a lot better. No one really seemed to care as much. Um, it was definitely easier. It, it wasn't really brought up unless, you know, someone's like, oh, you're the girl from the picture and stuff like that. But it's pretty rare after freshman year that yeah. I got a ton of hate. So things died down. How? Let me ask you this. Did it deter you from uh, speaking your mind? Or, or, I mean, would you do it all over again if you had to do it all over again? Um. I would keep it the same way. Um, I wouldn't change anything because I think it made me learn a lot and become stronger in what I do believe. Um, and has honestly made me a more, you know, confident vocal person. Um, and just made me know, like, I'm not going to shy away. Yeah. Right. Well, and, and that's good. And, you know, I think the fact that your friend on the soccer team or your, your fellow teammate came to you later and kind of realized I, you know, like people say things and then they get to know the person and know the heart of a person. And, you know, they feel bad. I just wish people could, could understand that from the beginning and uh, you know, back off of, of the, particularly the online hate people just uh, something about social media that people think because they're not standing there right in front of you, they can say things they're no more appropriate online than they are to your face, but I think people sometimes think that way, right? Oh, a hundred percent. There was multiple people, people that I didn't even ever know. You know, I just saw their names on social media because they posted that picture of me with a hate comment. Um, and they would come up to me, even last year, my junior year, um, I had people come up to me and they'd be like, oh, you're that girl from the picture. I remember seeing that. I'm so sorry that you had to go through all of that. You know, like I don't um, believe in the same things you do, but that should have never happened to you. And I'm really sorry. And yeah. that's the reality that people now see now that it's over and it's past. People regret, uh, most, some people regret, you know, what happened and how rude and mean people were. Yeah. And I'm sure you one, I'm sure your parents are very proud of you. I'm sure they've thought many times about the checks that they wrote to that college. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure they don't like that, uh, particularly the way you were treated. Um, how did this whole experience, I guess, make you want to get involved after, after going through that? Did it shape what you wanted to do uh, with your life? Um, yeah. So during the time, I obviously got reached out by the Augustana College Republicans Club, and that was just like overwhelming in a great way because I had so many people backing me and so many people supporting me that I didn't even know were on campus. Um, so that was really nice. And then after that, I joined. And then my junior year, I was secretary of the Republicans Club. And then this year, I am president of the Republicans Club and um, started working for AFP in September. 
And I, I don't think we talked about this. What What's your major? Oh, um, I'm accounting, finance, and marketing. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Well, well, good. And then do, I mean, so now you're doing stuff with Americans for Prosperity, right? You're, you're, you're building community and working on different projects with, with AFP. Why were you drawn to Americans for Prosperity and, and being able to do uh, that kind of stuff? I mean, did, did this incident really shape what you wanted to do or, or how you got involved there? Yeah, it definitely made me want to kind of set an example in a sense that, you know, this can happen and it ultimately isn't going to ruin your life and it doesn't truly matter to the person that you are. Um, and especially in college, it's hard to um, be on the right side and have that voice. So I wanted it to kind of be easier to be normalized in that sense. Um, so I started working for AFP because of um, Jacob Fenske. He's our, our my supervisor. And he comes to our meetings for the college Republicans and brings us food and, you know, um, talks with us. And so I started knocking and working for him and got um, probably by now, probably about 10 other Augustana students to mm-hmm. to um, work for AFP too, and everyone seems to enjoy it. It's so fun, and, and yeah. I, I mean, did it did it cause you? Did that experience cause you to really want to kind of work on free speech issues? And I guess it sounds like you haven't really gotten to work on too many free speech issues yet. But but that is kind of what drove you to to want to do this, right? Yeah, definitely did. Um, it gave me kind of a way to get more involved and do something, you know, political without getting the hate from the school and everything. So it gave me a a place to kind of express how I, what I believe in, um, while also like helping the community and, um, being more active in, in where I'm surrounded and everything. Right. Right. Well, that's great. And, uh, you know, again, I, I appreciate you coming on and, and telling your story, I'm very sorry that this happened. It saddens me, really, that that this happens. And I think it happens more often than people acknowledge. Most of the time, probably people just keep it quiet because it's the easy thing to do. It's not the right thing to do, but it is the easy thing to do, I think, to just keep it quiet and not push the issue. But I, I really commend you on the really the appropriate way that you did. You didn't respond with more hate. You didn't respond to hate with more hate. But you were firm in your conviction that we're not apologizing. We have every right to do it. We're not taking it down. So, you know, I I bet your folks are really proud of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Jade, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. So this is one of those examples of, you know, folks, and we've told so many stories on the podcast of free speech issues. And I'd like to, I'd love to do more of this because really, Free speech is under attack in the United States. And to me, you know, the First Amendment is about government not interfering with your right to free speech. But free speech is an idea, too, right? It's a constitutional protection from the government protecting your free speech rights, but not infringing upon them. But it's also this idea that we should have this flourishing discussion. We should have... It it goes into having a civil society, right? I mean, you heard Jade talking about that. Think of how much better 
that whole effort would have gone and how much more each side would have known about the other person's argument if they just would have talked to, to each other um, about it rather than posting negative, nasty comments on social media or saying things or certainly going in and trying to intimidate or bully uh, a person. So this is what this really gets to is we have to have a culture in America that values that, that values free speech and values the tolerance of others, free speech. It's easy for me to support someone else's free speech rights. If I totally agree with them, that's easy. That's very easy. But what about those people with whom you disagree? And so we've got to get to a place back to a place in America where we understand that that is essential to a civil society's survival. And uh, I just really appreciate Jade being willing to share her story and tell about her experience. And it's sad. I'm sure that's the experience of many around the country as well. And we've got to keep working on that. But again, heroes like this on free speech, like Jade and her friend who stood up, did the right thing and did it in the right way. Hey, thanks for joining us on American Potential. Thank you for listening to American Potential. You may listen to more stories from Americans working every day to expand freedom and opportunity in their communities by visiting AmericanPotential.com. Potential.com.